Hello and welcome back to the Unreported World podcast with me, Krishnan Gurumurthy. This week, Aidan Hartley reports from his hometown in Kenya on an extraordinary project to rescue the children who live on its streets. Together with director Whale Dabus, they highlight the inspiring work of the Restart Centre in Gilgil. This is Dan Nderitu. As night falls, his work begins. He rescues street children. It is very urgent because these are vulnerable young children. It's very urgent because these are vulnerable young children. These are children who have been going through torment, who are going through very bad times. There are hundreds of street children in this tiny town. But that night, Dan was most concerned about seven-year-old Ken and his ten-year-old brother, Julius. He was hoping to make it their last night on the street. What time would you like to be picked up? Any time? Ken says that he'll be happy to be taken... Ken says he'll be happy to be taken off the street tomorrow, anytime. Dan knew there was no time to lose. Things go wrong. Children die. Things go wrong. Children die in the streets. Why can't you just rescue them tonight? If I would rescue them tonight, something that I would really like to... If I would rescue them tonight, something that I would really like to do, without the documentation from the children's authorities, it will mean that I have abducted these children. Gilgil is close to where I live in Kenya. In the last five years, I've been horrified to see the streets filled with homeless children. Up and down this main street, you've got prostitutes, you've got drunks, you've got truckers. I mean, this is a very dangerous place for small children. Every night that they're here, they're vulnerable. Dan works for a small charity called the Restart Centre. It first started sheltering kids when ethnic violence swept Kenya five years ago and thousands of refugees arrived in Gilgil. It was already home to 70 children. Dan was determined to make room for Ken and Julius. But there was a problem. To take the kids in, Dan needed a permit from the government children's officer, and she couldn't be found. Her phone is off. Her phone is off. It's off completely. Yeah, I, I went to, to her office today, she was not there. I'm now I went to her office today, to she was not there. The, uh, I'm now going to try to call the police officer in charge of she children's affairs in the police station. station. Thank you, madam. Okay. The police couldn't help either. We have, got to wait until we have got to wait until Monday. The authorities are unable to deal with the worsening problem of street kids. Dan told me he sometimes gives officials mobile phone credits to encourage them to make important calls. We just have to hope that they're going to be safe over the weekend. I, I, I can only hope so. I can, only, I can hope only hope so. Dan was especially worried about the children, because in days Kenya would be voting for a new president. The previous election sparked the violence that had flooded Gilgil with refugees. 
if they were here in the restart. If they were here in the restart, it is much safer for them. We are doing what everybody doesn't want to do. We are venturing in areas where people have failed. They don't want it. We are doing it. If we don't do it, nobody will do it. Start choir rehearses twice a week. Led by choir master George Alusa, they'd been singing at political rallies to plead for peace at election time. George himself arrived in Gilgil as a refugee. You realise we all come from different backgrounds, very sad backgrounds indeed. Music brings home a person's heart. The choir's youngest singer was Pilot, whose family was wrecked when they fled the ethnic violence in 2008. His father died and his mother vanished. Louder. He dimly recalled fleeing his home, but he did remember street life, so different from his life at the restart. What do you get here? Tea. Clothes. Socks. Shoes. I went into Gilgil to see how Ken and his brother Julius were getting on. More than a year ago, their mother had abandoned them. She was an alcoholic who had lived in a refugee camp. Now they were part of a gang living by their wits. Ken, after you wake up, how do you spend your day? I beg for money for tea in the morning, and then at lunchtime I beg for my lunch. And then in the evening, I beg for my supper. One of Ken's friends is nine-year-old Joseph. You don't go to school? That's right. Why? I ran away from school and came to town, but now I want to go back. So where were Willitoroka? Did you run away from home? Yes. My mother was selling illegal alcohol and got arrested. I want to have another kind of life. And how do you want that life to be? I want it to be better. To get money, they scavenged for charcoal and scrap metal. And they begged. And then they killed time. That was cold. It was really cold. I've saved 50 shillings. I want to eat bread and soup. And I've saved 10 shillings. They spent their money in a cafe run by Mama Pauline. 
She explained what had pushed many of these kids onto the street. The parents who came here because of the clashes, they lost everything and were left with nothing. Most of those who became refugees, they have no land to go back to and they have no way of finding a new place to live. They are hopeless. These children have suffered enough. They are good boys and I love them. How can someone give birth to a child and then abandon them? At the restart, children get three square meals a day, unlike many kids in this town. Kenya's boom economy has enriched a few, but many families in Gilgil live hand to mouth, and because there's no safety net, they can fall apart. As we, talk right now, as we walk right now, we have got pending cases of children who would like to come to us, some as young as four, but we are at the brim. And they're on we, the streets? They are on the streets. They are on the streets, yes. children here in the restart and out of the restart who are still in the streets who have been beaten. We have got children here in the restart and out of restart who are still in the streets, who have been beaten to extremes, who have been sexually abused, who have been, I'm telling you, they're abused in all ways and forms, in all ways and forms. Every single child here in the restart and in the streets has got a story, a sad, sad story. The weekend had passed, but Dan still hadn't got permission from officials to rescue Ken and Julius. He went to see their only known relative, their aunt, Selena and Jerry. He suspected she was blocking the boys' rescue because she might be getting a cut of their begging money. When did you last see Ken? Ken, I used to see him in town, but he and his brother would hide from me. It's been three months. How many kids are you looking after? Uh, Two are mine, but the other two are not. Yes, you have got four kids. Uh, two of them are her own yes, children. Yes, she has got four kids. Two of them are her own children, and two of them, including this girl here, are her sister's children. The truth was she was delighted the restart wanted Ken and Julius. She hadn't been able to feed the boys, which had driven them onto the streets. She's got two sisters who are in dire straits, one of them the alcoholic mother of uh, Ken and Julius, and she's only 24 years old. And she has to do it all in this one tiny little room in this filthy slum in the back streets of Gilgil. The restart choir was on the road. All the people of Kenya, we need peace. Presidential candidate Raila Odinga was set to address a huge election rally in the nearby town of Nakuru. We praise and thank our heroes and all those who have come to see us. When we go to vote, we must remain at peace. Peace. We pray for peace. The choir was going to perform a song calling for harmony. Yeah, I hope it makes a difference. It will make a difference, I believe that. The Restart Kids join forces with other singers.
Hatred, anger, malice and war must never consume us. We must spread peace and love between us. This is the big day that the choir has been waiting for, singing about peace, appealing for peace to the leaders. Halfway into their song, their performance was cut short by the arrival of the presidential candidate, Ryla Odinga. Three helicopters have landed, costing thousands of dollars an hour. It underlines how expensive these campaigns are and how rich these political candidates are. Yet all of these people are very poor, earning only a few hundred dollars a year per capita. Kenya is one of the most unequal societies in the world between the haves and the have-nots. That night, Ken and his brother Julius were still sleeping rough. We found them on their usual stretch of pavement. Dan told me he was once a street kid himself. I used to, to be like, like this. I used to be like these I children. The I used to beg from the I streets. I used to sleep in the streets. Sleeping like this, what do you remember? It is bad. It is... It is to an, an extent where you cannot wake it up. It is bad. It is an extent where so you cannot wake up in the morning. So the body is so stiff. It is so cold that even your body joints cannot be flexible. It is a horrible experience. He was haunted by the children he hadn't been able to save. A young boy who was, I think, like uh, four or five years, I just knew him as minor. I was trying to go and... A young boy, who was, I think, aged four or five years, I just knew him as Mena. I was trying to go and speak to the authorities. It took such a long time that before I could do it, this boy was thrown into a pit by God knows who. His body was found after like a whole week. Rotten body. It is such desperate. And those are just some of the cases that we know. The restart team prepared an urgent letter to the children's officer. Ken Wanena, Ken Wanena and Julius Macaria. These are two brothers. He set off to deliver it by hand. So it says, Dear Madam, this is to inform you that our organization has agreed to admit Ken Wainaina, aged approximately seven, Julius Macharia, aged approximately ten. They have been living on the streets of Gilgil, scavenging for food and begging. Our social worker Dan Dorito has been following up the cases of these children and confirms to us that these children deserve and need protection within an institution. We have put everything in place to ensure their comfortable accommodation and upkeep. Kindly give us the necessary authorization to bring these boys into our restart center today. I look forward 
to your favorable response. This is the culmination of several days' effort. The children's officer never seems to be at her workstation. We've been told we can't go in and film inside, so we're standing outside waiting for Daniel. Success? Yes. Okay, what happened? I'm so happy that... Um, um, although I am so happy that although the children's officer is not around, I've met her assistant, who has just signed my letter. Okay, so it's stamped by so their office. It, it, it is stamped by the... It is stamped by the children's office to allow me to get Ken and his brother into the restart. It's actually an amazing moment. It is an opportunity that... It is an opportunity that has come for these children. Hello, Ken. We've already got your mattresses. There's food, clothes, mattresses, blankets. Julius Macaria and Ken, let's go. Mr. Dan, what about me? Now, they are, they are... What do you fa- feel? I mean, he's asking if he can come too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, but... Uh, what do you feel about the fact that you can't rescue all of them? It's, it's very sad that we cannot do it now. I'm in the car, I'm in the car. Ken tried out his new mattress for comfort. But Joseph and the rest of the gang would be sleeping cold on the streets. I'm telling this young man that we will sort out. I'm telling this young man that we will sort out his case tomorrow because we need to go and see his mum, don't we? Peter, I have told Peter, I have told him a thousand and one times. It is only that he is so desperate. We will take you. I promise. We will find a space for you. Okay. Don't worry, Papa. He's crying because. He feels vulnerable. He have gone through. Beatings. He is crying because he feels vulnerable. He has gone through beatings, through harassment, through abuse. He thinks now it is too bad for him. You can see he has got scars. And you know, you never know what is awaiting him. And you never know what is awaiting him tonight. But once again, Dan and his team couldn't save a child without permission from the authorities. We'll get authorization to take you, but for now, don't think that we've rejected you. We love all of you, that's why we're rescuing these kids. So don't cry, my friend. Wipe your tears and don't cry. Now, as we go, I want you both to be good boys. I've told everyone that I have two boys who are very good boys, okay? On arrival, the boys were reunited with other kids who they'd known from life on the streets. He knows, they know him. They know him. If you need anything, just ask. Feel at home. Ken and Julius were given new clothes. But changing their behaviour would take longer. 
they fight for food. They fight for survival. They don't give others any chance. They fight for food. They fight for survival. They don't give others any chance because it is a sense of surviving in the streets. So transforming them from what they believe in to different people is going to take some time. It's nearly lights out in the dormitory. Come, I'll show you. It's been a long time since Ken slept in a proper bed. He's come in from the cold. A week later, Kenya had a new president, Uhuru Kenyatta. But the big news at the restart center was the papers had arrived to let Joseph check in. Yes. <laughs> Joseph. This is something. What yeah. happened? When I went back, when I get back to check on Joseph, he asked me, am I coming to the restart? I told him we are going to make these arrangements. He's a bright boy. I like football. I can shoot and head the ball and I'm a good goalkeeper, but I always jump too soon. So very soon he'll be joining our football team. This boy, the things he's been through, put it there. When I lend my things, if it's my bicycle, computer, phone or anything, I expect you to learn to share with others. The restart would soon be sending Ken and Julius to school. Look how small people look from up here. And Joseph is being tried out in goal. The new president has promised to give every school child in the country a laptop. Right now, the poorest school kids in Gilgil would be happy to have pencils. That evening, Dan started work again to save the next child. And thanks to Aidan Hartley in Kenya. This Unreported World podcast is part of an extensive programme archive that you can watch from anywhere in the world by visiting the website at channel4.com forward slash unreported world. You'll also discover behind the scenes footage, exclusive articles and details on how to join the Unreported World conversation on Twitter and Facebook. Until next week, from me, Krishnan Giri Murthy, goodbye. <laughs>